0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Great Ways to Cinema. Not Gateways. Mm-hmm. Great, great Ways. ways. The spin off to the spin off. Right. Where we take a look at a list of 100 movies that I made for Aaron to watch. I am your host, Jacob Lacey, joining in today, as always, by Ooh Boy. Uh, or no, it's Aaron Ooh Boy. He what's happened recently (laughs) we we do these shows too close back to back this is like the the,
1: the, like soonest we've done not even just another episode of the podcast but another episode from your list uh, back
0: to back ooh ooh boy he has learned what the weakest link is Han
1: yeah I have learned what the weakest link (laughs) is like the the game show weakest link yeah yeah but also the weakest link on this podcast is Jacob. I'm clearly sorry. Clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. I'm out
0: here firing on all cylinders because I'm out here
1: bringing bangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're uh, it's stone spooky season. So we're, we're watching uh, Orphan uh, from your list. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Of course, as we start every episode, of I right. say of course, I never remember. But of course. Yeah. We start with Aaron. What did you know about this movie going
1: in? So typically this is how we start the podcast and then mm-hmm. we segue into a spoiler segment mm-hmm. but the thing is this time what I knew about this movie is a spoiler. Yeah yeah yeah. Because I'm sure, yeah. I, I knew the big moment of this film. Yeah. Um before going into it. I think most everyone Does. It's one of those
0: movies that like everyone knows the twist to, but I don't think a lot of people have actually seen. Right.
1: It and and I mean it's 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 definitely something that uh, influences how you watch the film when Mm -hmm. you know the twist is coming. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily destroy the experience of watching it. You know, it's an it's an entirely different thing to like read a plot synopsis on Wikipedia and be like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And to watch the movie play out and be like What? (laughs) Mm,
0: Yeah, yeah, they're very different what's. Yeah. One has two exclamation points, one only has one. Right,
1: right, maybe a double question mark in there, too.
0: Okay, sure. Um,
1: But yeah, I mean, it's like films, you know, there's tons of films where people know the twist going in, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like Psycho and The Sixth Sense, uh, that you can still watch and you can still enjoy, even if you're not going to get the same kind of experience it is uh, without knowing the twist going in. Mm Mm-hmm. so I, I'll never have the experience of not knowing what's going on for the majority of this movie. I knew all along, like what all the foreshadowing was building up to. Right. Um. So I, yeah. I, but I think I still liked it overall.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I mean, I put this on the list because uh, this is actually uh, one of those good old cable movies that I yeah. watched and spooked me. Right. Silly. <laughs> How old were you when you watched this on cable? This strikes me as a movie that, like, went to cable, like, pretty quick. <laughs> well, sure. So, like, it probably would have been 2010, so I would have
1: been 14, 14. but it still scared me, <laughs> like... Because there's, there's a special, there's, like, there's a lot of moments here where I feel like if I had seen this when I was younger, this would have been, like, the most terrifying movie mm-hmm. of all time. Like especially when they're in that like that wooden castle playground, yeah, um, and like pretty much every small town has one of yeah. those kind of setups, and yeah. the, including where I grew up. So like that would have that would have freaked me out for uh, for like <laughs> months if I had seen that scene when I uh, was younger.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually a really good scene. I, I, see, the thing is, I've mm-hmm. always from that, and mm-hmm. of course, cable's not the best place to watch a movie like this. Yeah, fair. Um, but I've always just kind of been like, yeah, this movie sucks. Mm-hmm. And rewatching it, I'm like, it's not bad. It's yeah. fine. It's got its moments. It definitely has its moments of just like, what is going on? Like, right. why are they doing this <laughs> like this? Um, but there are actual, like, good, really tense moments, especially because mm-hmm. it has been so long, 10 years now, that I'm just like, I don't remember what happens in this scene. Right. So it was at least some extra tension there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, like, for example, I didn't know that was Vera Farmiga when I watched this, and I'm like, wait, wh- what? And the whole time, at the beginning, I'm like, is that? I don't know, and I did have to look it up. Wait, because, even while you were watching because the I'm like, this I time? Because I'm like, I would have remembered that Vera Farmiga's in even if I didn't know who she was at the time, would have been like, oh, that's the girl from Orphan, when I see her in The Conjuring or other things. Sure. It just, that didn't happen. then watching this, I'm just like... I feel like that's Vera Farmiga, but I just can't tell. You know, does she have another sister somewhere?
1: I thought I was... Because <laughs> uh, I just could, can't keep the Sarsgaard uh, people mm. uh, straight. So, yeah. like, I'm like, which one is he? It was Peter. He's the Green Lantern one. See, I always have a, I always have a. What? Ref- Green Lantern is my reference point for Peter. He was the he, he was on? the villain in Green Lantern. The the he Hector plays? Hammond guy. Okay. Okay. Sure. I think. Right. I don't know. Sure.
0: I, <laughs> I just <haven't> seen that. <laughs> I was movie, looking at his filmography, times, and, like and I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's. Him. Yeah, it's a. He's him. apparently in I- the Batman too.
1: As Hector Hammond, they're going to bring Green Lantern into the universe, I hope, because I love Green Lantern, again, I've seen it 11 times, it's a great movie. Peter Skarsgård, kind of the worst Skarsgård, or Sarsgård, not the
0: worst, but just like the most like, yeah, okay, he's there, (laughs) Yeah, was he great, was he bad, no, he was there.
1: He was in this movie. He was uh he was in this movie. I mean, he was like my favorite character in this Yeah, movie. but that's more just like the just, way he's written more it, than him, yeah. himself. <laughs> but I mean he plays that like such a such adult and it's it's yeah, great.
0: <laughs> it is great. Um the I, I was actually even just thinking while watching this movie that I'm like We've had so many movies recently that it's like, what do we even talk about? What do yeah. we even talk... There's so much to talk about with Orphan, I feel like. I, yeah, There's sure. so much to talk about. <laughs> and it's just like, we're going to get into it in spoilers, obviously, but I mean, I think a lot of people just do know the twist to this I, movie. I mean,
1: yeah, it's a hard film to talk about without any spoilers, because again, mm-hmm. so much of it is related to the, the hinges on twist, the twist. So.
0: And the twist is dumb, but it's like a fun dumb. Yeah. It, except, it, the, the problem with the twist, and we're not even, we're just gonna dance around it, I guess, until spoilers, is that it is completely different tonally to everything else that happens before <laughs> it, and you're just like, this is the kind of movie I'm watching? <laughs> like, the, 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 the lead-up is just like this, this extremely, like, just... I don't even know, cruel, like, movie about gaslighting this poor woman who's had uh, trouble with alcohol and then lost a child. And you're just like, and hey, we're just gonna mess with her for two hours. And then, like, at the end, things just get weird. And you're like, what is happening and why this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a turn. It is. It is.
0: And especially, it's just, it's just, This movie's just weird. (laughs) We'll get into it. it. Um, Yeah. So, stars-wise. I went stars last time, I think. So you go stars this time. I would give this...
1: I was bouncing anywhere from three stars to four stars the entire time, Oh so I think I'd go three and a half is where I'd settle.
0: I'd be at a solid three. I think this is just right down the middle for me. (laughs) I'm
1: like, moments I like, moments I don't like, but... Yeah, that's fair. There's there's (laughs) a lot to not like about it, but it's also... uh, I don't know, it's the kind of thing I enjoy where it is very dumb, uh, mm-hmm. dumb fun, but it has enough of like uh why we watch horror kind of elements mm-hmm. to it. Um I think my main like issue with it
0: is that all the like emotional stuff and all of the the like more character-based moments, I think are really well done, and it's when you get into the horror stuff that Maybe it's because there is an actual kid playing the character that things just look wrong or weird. And I'm just like, why is it shot like this? Why is it done like this? Fair. That it's just, it's very, it's like extremely jarring. And maybe that's a point. Kids not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> Kids don't do that. Wow, you solved it. You solved the <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, it doesn't really change that it makes it really hard to watch. That. At those points, you're just like, okay... Why are these like weird camera zooms in here and like I yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Also, nah, I, that's spoilers. I can't say that. We can just get into spoilers. Well, I feel yeah, like. let's just get into spoilers, guys. If you if you haven't seen the movie, we're gonna talk about spoilers. But if you have, join us. Listen to some
1: spoilers. Okay.
0: Enjoy some spoilers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that how you're Is that how you're introducing this? At the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, we're jumping
0: right to it. Yeah. Esther. Yeah. Or whatever her name is. I think it's still Esther, I guess. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, they don't have it listed as anything else, so I guess that would be spoilers, but um looks like Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> and it do you mean in like the uncanny valley yes. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not like Alita Battle Angel when you've seen the whole movie and you're like, okay, I can like my mind can like Make sense of this is what this character looks like. Right. More just like when you see that trailer and you're just like, what is happening? Like, this <laughs> does, this is wrong. This is wrong. And I think it's just because she is so heavily CG'd in that final fight scene, especially. Is that how they did it? Because I, I was like. It, it... No, not all of it. A lot of it was makeup. But in that fight scene itself, I assume it's a stunt double being deep faked to look like the kid is what i'd assume is going on yeah i
1: mean and it's just like oh this looks dumb <laughs> this <laughs> looks real there's dumb. definitely a lot of moments when you get to the climax which we probably should have introduced the twist yeah, before we sorry. talked about it like this but there's definitely a lot of moments where the face looks very off and it kind of throws you out for a go little go for bit. it aaron let's talk about that twist so the twist which i knew going in The plot of this movie is this family adopts this young girl, um, and then it turns out at the end that she's not a young girl after all. She's a 33-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. I thought um, she was, like, 50 when I watched it the first time. And then when I, was, like, I, I heard thought, was she was 30, I was like, like, oh, okay. I didn't know the age, because I, I just knew that she was actually a grown woman the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was that she was, like, 60 years old or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're woman. like, she's only 30. I was like, oh, I thought she had, like, this huge, long history of uh, masquerading. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she still apparently has this long yeah, history like, of masquerading as weird. a child and... Uh, murdering families but i thought it was like a much like longer uh story uh for that but mm-hmm. but yeah no she's actually a grown woman um who disguises herself as a child to sneak into families and kill them
0: but it's never really clear what her goals are does she just love to murder or does she just want to find love
1: yeah they kind of like set it up where it's, like, she's supposed to have, like, this this origin about, like, losing her family, and, like, that, like, mm-hmm. um, causes her to then uh, try to, like, infiltrate and then uh, take over uh, n- new families and then kill them if they also betray her or something like that. Yeah. But, but they then never... they don't ever really, like, expand on that because by the time you get to the twist... Mm-hmm. Um, you pretty much have to race through to the ending, um, mm-hmm. so you don't really have a lot of time for a lot of heavy exposition dumps after that point.
0: Yeah,
1: that would be great if she just monologued Vera Farmiga for like ten minutes. <sighs> yeah, I could have seen I could see that happening, but that'd be the the worst version of the movie, uh, probably. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Big villain monologue at the
0: end. No, the movie ends perfectly with Vera Farmiga, just like a just like a just like a giraffe just kicking her leg back like she like a like
1: giraffe like
0: giraffes kick lions and just like absolutely kill them with one kick
1: that's what Vera. Is that Firm- a true fact. Yes. Giraffes, kick Giraffes lions can and absolutely kill them in one black lions <laughs> Absolutely. Is it like a casual thing? Like lions, like you know, crouched in the grass, and mm-hmm. then they leap out, and the giraffe just like yeah. flicks their foot back, and it and will then-
0: instantly kill them. I'm looking this up right now. That's amazing. <laughs> Giraffes, but that's basically what Vera Farmiga does. She's like, I'm not your mommy. <laughs> she has a better line than that. <laughs> I can't say it on a podcast, <laughs> but she kicks back and just breaks this thirty-three-year-old woman's neck, and you're like, "Wow, Vera Farmiga is a giraffe." <laughs> Giraffes <Wow>. kick lions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what we're doing right here on air. Uh, uh,
0: I'm just—I don't want to watch a video because that's pretty dark. Um are you, are you sure? A giraffe's kick can behead a lion. Can behead a lion? Behead a lion. A lion. And Damn. I, and I'd, I'd have to say, for me it was getting awfully close.
1: She got close. She, if she would have been a full-grown giraffe, she, she would have full done it. Or if she wouldn't have already been cut with some knives a little bit. That's it. The she, was at, she wasn't at full power. You bleed out and you lose a little of your, uh, of your kick mm-hmm. power. That's what
0: blood is. Blood is your kick power. <laughs> She was she was like at like ninety percent,
1: yeah, in Smash. Bros. <laughs> but she came back with the win. Mm-hmm. She had the counter. She up. had
0: the back the back air. The back air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this what our podcast is descended into? <laughs> We've been playing too much Smash Bros. At that point.
0: <laughs> she hit him with the. <laughs> like, all right, I'm not gonna make more Smash analogies. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I thought of that analogy while I was going to the bathroom after the movie, and I <laughs> needed certainly to... an analogy to think of. I... And I was like, "Wow, Bear from is
1: a giraffe hiding among us." This is uh, the most informative podcast we've had since, well, the Escape from Tomorrow podcast, <laughs> yeah. but like informative in a different way, in a way I appreciate. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: But yeah, is there anything you want to talk about? Because that was my main point. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Alita Battle Angel
1: and giraffes. Giraffes. <sighs>
0: giraffes. I don't even
1: know where to... Word. Giraffes. I feel like I have so many thoughts about like small pieces of this movie, let's, but let's, I have no idea. Let's dive into it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one thing um, that was, uh, I was intrigued going in is uh, the director. Mm-hmm. Um, do not know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just keep talking. I'm going to find but, it. But um, I had recently watched um, one of his other horror films just a few weeks ago, oh. House of Wax. Oh. And I ended up really liking that movie. Okay. Um, at least I really liked the third act of that movie loved okay. it the rest the uh, was that the one with Paris Hilton yes I believe okay, so gotcha you. you had seen it it wasn't on our list so I had to double check because I was like I feel like this was on the list but I didn't remember if you like disliked it or I something I saw it on cable <laughs> it's <another laughs> on cable that tracks yeah. yeah
0: um
1: how to pronounce can I just get a video of it do you remember if you liked that movie or not because I've always thought you said like you didn't like it and I'm wondering if maybe it's just because a lot of it's like the gross out Horror for like the first two thirds of the movie, it's a lot like gross out, kind of. I that's one of those movies that I was
0: (laughs) maybe I shouldn't even count it as watched on Letterboxd, but I think that was on a channel, and then Final Destination 2 was on a different channel, and I flipped back and forth
1: (laughs) between them.
0: <laughs> and I've seen Final Destination two since, and yeah. actually on cable again, another time. But um, you just love your cable. I Well, I did. That's the thing. It was the best when we moved into the new house. Uh huh. I lived in the basement, yeah. and I had unlimited access to Dish TV. Yeah. And I would watch so many things I shouldn't have at the time. Well, don't say it like that. Well, mostly horror movies. Mostly horror movies.
1: I feel like we know what channels you were uh, drifting towards. I watched horror
0: movies... And a bunch of VH one behind the music documentaries. <laughs> I remember
1: you telling me about the VH one uh, documentary yeah,
0: binges. I've I watched so many. I know I could tell you a lot about Molly Crue, I could tell yeah. you a lot about Courtney Love. It was a Courtney Love one. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even like a Kirk Cobain right. and Courtney Love one. It was just like
1: hey, it wasn't even a whole one. You're it was like, a listen, Courtney love specifically. Her one. story gets too tied up into his. Mm. Let let her have her own moment. She knew shine. about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Why did this is the kind of knowledge I don't want. The draft stuff I like that. This stuff I don't need. Well, she had been
0: warning Hollywood for years. Is that
1: yeah. what she says?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she? I, Apparently, I I she I, it's Courtney Love. I don't know if we can really take any of it. She did a lot of heroin, okay? Like, a lot of heroin. That was a big part of the documentary. She said one time her and, her and Kurt Cobain were visiting his mom, and Kurt OD'd on heroin, and she had to give him an adrenaline shot in his testicles. <laughs> Again,
1: you've lost the fun fact title for this podcast. <laughs>
0: I was going to look up the pronunciation <laughs> of <laughs> this guy's name.
1: Uh, he also directed The Commuter, by the way. He did direct The Commuter. I mean, like, he's been doing stuff, and he's been, like. A, he, oh, a did director. he direct The Shallows? He directed The I Shallows. Thought he just produced it. He directed Nonstop. He directed Jungle Cruise, which got pushed back. It oh, Oh, yet. okay, okay. And he's going to direct the Black yeah. Adam movie. Okay. I really liked The Shallows.
0: I think that's a good movie, and Commuter's a good first half.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like this is a director that I was aware of because I've seen like the majority of his movies then I mean, more now um, but they were mainly Liam Neeson action flicks for a little bit. Yeah, what? Um, I don't really know what happened there. So I, it, was, it was interesting going back to his horror roots, which maybe he should stick with because honestly I think that's his best work. Wait, ready? Yeah Tonight
0: I'll be eating chicken Oh my god Oh my the- god I don't want your Uber Eats ad. Guys, DoorDash, ten percent off your next order.
1: <laughs> is that the the Patrick Stewart ad? Yeah. I don't and know. And then I like Mark Hamill it. shows up or something. Oh, I don't know. It's brought to you by pronouncenames.com. Oh no. This this podcast is not brought to you by pronouncednames.com. <laughs> okay. name dot com. Okay. Home last name?
0: I'm just looked up. The first name. Oh, because I
1: probably I, could have gotten that. <laughs> that part Colette
0: saw? Sarah. The, 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 the second part's super easy. Is it? Well, I don't know. Well, we could have mixed our knowledge but here we are, we weren't talking to each other. We weren't communicating. We were communicating. Much like in The Orphan. No, Wait. just Orphan, not The Orphan. Where Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard, they just, they can't communicate like they used to.
1: I do love how, like, quickly their relationship turns. Mm-hmm. Like, the first half of their movie, you're like, oh, they're kind of a cute couple, they're good parents, they're yeah. trading off duties, uh, you know, they're still flirting. And like, he remember made, when you cheated the on romance me? romance <laughs> alive. And then all of a sudden, they just bring up all Remember how stuff. you're an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> it's all like... Yeah. And likes... it just instantly turns. And you know, like that's how a lot of relationships are I guess where it can be like that you just kind of push a lot of things aside and then maybe it all comes out at once but But it's very quick it's very quick in this movie it it definitely feels like they were trying to show up how much of a master manipulator Esther is and it's more just like the characterization flips on a dime (laughs)
0: And then at the end, the husband's just dead, and you're like, okay, <laughs> like
1: I guess this is like some weird. I don't really know what the purpose of
0: him dying.
1: is. I think they just wanted a body in the movie because it's very much a mo- Well, I mean, like they had the 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 nun. Oh, no, that nun gets effed off. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of the movies can't show is that just on like... cable teasing that the kids are in danger but you're not actually uh, going to kill one of these kids because then it would be too honestly, much of a dark ending. Even though I knew that the
0: kids weren't going to die the whole time when
1: he's on in the treehouse
0: and it's on fire I'm like,
1: yeah, don't kill this kid. <laughs>
0: you can't kill kid
1: in the movie. That's not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a movie where it wouldn't have worked if they had killed one of the kids, Mm-mm. because especially with uh, Vera Farmiga's character's backstory, it's mm-hmm. like, you need those kids to survive through the end. <laughs> yeah. It already hurts enough that her husband died, but I guess they were trying to be like, well, th- he didn't listen to her, and I'm like, I well, yeah. but he was also just trying to protect her his kids, <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> think he deserved that. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. I don't think he deserves I, it either. I, again, I think they just needed another body in the movie, or else they're, they're worried the, the horror fans would uh, would revolt, not, yeah. not enough gore for them. It gets pretty gory, too. It does, but it's like,
0: again, it's the same thing with the other bits of horror in the movie that I think just aren't great. It's that they do the CG thing, which, 2009, I mean, pretty rampant at the time. Mm hmm. Just doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an alright movie. It's an alright movie. It was, I didn't realize it was, um, it was written by one of the, the co-writers of The um of the Conjuring, I believe. We, uh, oh, really? Like really? Produced
0: different. by Leonardo DiCaprio for some reason. I'm not really sure what happened there. Oh,
1: he started writing, he was he, he brought on Conjuring 2. Ah, okay. He's, he, uh co-wrote that one so okay this leads me to another thing vera farmiga
0: is she just like warner brothers in-house actress now at this point she's in like
1: everything that they make i she's found her her second career i guess i don't i don't know her second career well i mean like she had like a regular movie career and now she's just like the horror uh movie uh yeah
0: once she was in the commuter
1: yeah.
0: And it's like if the movie's made by Warner Brothers, I bet you Vera is showing up
1: at some point. <laughs> she's in Godzilla. She dies, mm-hmm. and she's not going to be in Godzilla vs. King Kong. You spoilers don't know that. for Godzilla 2, I you guess. You don't, don't know that. If they bring people back from the dead in, god, in Godzilla vs. King Kong. They will like, at I'm, some point. They oh will. my god. You know it. I, just, I know I don't, it. I'm so excited to see how that universe goes <laughs> more off the rails from the hollow earth, you know? Like... <laughs> Well they're, already, they're doubling down on Hollow Earth in the next definitely one. doubling down on Hollow Earth. There's, it's like in the description d- of the there's movie. Gonna like a, there's gonna be like uh there's gonna be like Mecha Godzilla is already like fully formed in the middle <laughs> of the hollow earth. Like <laughs> like aliens built Mechagodzilla, Mechagodzilla and left him in the middle of the earth uh, to rise one day when they had to take over the built, planet. Godzilla
0: built Mechagodzilla <laughs> to God- defend the Hollow Earth when he's gone.
1: <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Superman's robots at the oh, Fortress of Solitude go with an Ultron thing. thing. Oh, <laughs> like he turns on him eventually. We have different comic book references, yeah, I go. guess. Maybe because yours are movie specific. I, I, I Snyder cut. Give me some Superman robots, you know. We have four hours. You see, they're you they're, do they're, they're
0: spending even more money. There's more reshoots now. Yeah, it's like
1: there was no cut for this movie. <laughs> Why does everyone like there think was there, a, there was? There was a cut. It just wasn't finished and or you know, good. <laughs> the Sorry. everyone was saying the cut doesn't exist because yeah, it didn't exist in a finished, releasable form mm-hmm. without spending you know fifty million more dollars on a movie that already lost them 50 million dollars or more um and so and the only reason it's really getting released now is because no one can make anything during the pandemic so if you have something that's like eight 90 percent done, done yeah. just finish it because then you have product for hbo max you know oh, god anyway enough about enough snyder with about the snyder cut uh susan downey
0: produced it too why are there so many like big producers there are like 19 producers to this movie just check that
1: there's so many uh, well i did just check it because i had to scroll all the way down to find out uh the the writer of the movie because there's just this (laughs) huge list of uh of producers
0: they were taken by the story they were just so enraptured by it
1: I guess. I wonder if this is like the type of movie that like they wrote the script a long time ago, and so many people tried to get it off the ground, and then like it it just kept on like getting <sighs> stuck in development hell because it's like you need a very specific set of conditions to make this movie work, you know? Like especially you need a you need f- to have an actor for Esther that like can pull off mm-hmm. um, the nature of the character which i think um what's her name? Isabel Furman. Isabel Furman. She's in the Hunger Games. We've seen the Hunger Games. She's Clove. I don't know who that is.
0: She's one of the the the
1: what are they the careers. That's what i that's what mm-hmm. I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she does. A, she does a really good job at the role um, of mm-hmm. kind of having that precocious child thing. Uh, you know, like where you're like something's off. They're they're wise beyond their years mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because they are. She was also in Children in the Corn, apparently. But yeah, the remake of it. Yes. I don't remember that movie at, w- at all. It's, have to watch um, it. it's a remake. She's in Escape
0: Room too. Escape Room too? Yeah.
1: She's listed as
0: the number one person on it. On Letterboxd. Yeah. I don't know how.
1: I don't know.
0: No. real that is. Um, yeah. So, she is really good. And, I mean, Vera Farmiga is really good, but she's really good in pretty much everything. I mean, I just donked on her by saying she's Warner Brothers and House <laughs> Actress. But, no, she is really good in just about everything. Um yeah. And, I, I mean, I think the other kids are pretty good, too. The, one, the, <laughs> the, little, the boy little boy is,
1: like... <laughs> Oh, he has some good moments but like the, and then other the times it's first like, what half of the movie you hate him so yeah. much and then the yeah. second half you're like okay I hate you but I obviously don't want you to die a violent death <laughs> right? <laughs> like listen you're, maybe you should say hi to your new sister instead of just playing guitar here all mm. day but like he also I Hero. don't want you to burn alive in a tree house <laughs> but did you love that Aaron?
0: Love the, what? the dichotomy between the mom being a, a, a,
1: a, a, a famous musician, and, and the him playing only guitar. playing guitar here. I did love it. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I probably would have forgotten too, but I <laughs> love that, where um, they have this whole scene, uh, Vera Farmiga and Esther, mm-hmm. um, where she finds out Esther knows how to play the piano already, and... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and she's like, you know, I, I told you I didn't know because I wanted you to have a child that would actually like, learn the, the music or something. And then it suddenly clicked in my brain, like the kid playing Guitar Hero <laughs> yeah. is the most musical knowledge he has. The, I'm like, uh, you know what, that's actually pretty great. It is, it's, get- it's not just product placement, it's to show, like, how much this kid just, like, <laughs> doesn't fit in the family. <laughs>
0: I see, I got it much later. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, later like during what after she kills the dad, I'm like, what was the point of all guitar hero stuff in this movie? I'm like, oh
1: <laughs> I didn't think about it for like two point five seconds. I mean I'm sure part of it is just like that was the big thing at the time. Yeah. So they're just got like, it. You know. Could you imagine if we're the only ones who <laughs> thought it? We talked to the director and screenwriter and, and they're like, oh, like oh dude wow. real that's no good. they just they just gave us like a million dollars to yeah. put that in. I don't know. Yeah. Oh gosh. Where did you learn to play the piano? Orphanage. Esther.
0: Not the orphanage. The, the orphanage. The asylum. They have a piano at the asylum? Yeah, they give them something to do. And what are they supposed to do? Just sit there? I don't know. <laughs> Learn to not kill people. <laughs>
1: well, they wouldn't love her. <laughs> yeah? <You know? laughs> but actually, actually. I realized the reason why I, this this twist was at the forefront of my uh brain. It wasn't just that I'd like read a synopsis of it years ago or something or mm-hmm. come across it in just a discussion of horror movies with great twists or whatever it was. Um they're actually make, trying to make a prequel movie to this, um about Esther before she moves in with the family. That's so dumb. Um and it's I'd, gonna be the same exact movie it again. Would be Except the same exact win. movie. Um, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd essentially be like um, I don't know, like the, like the Annabelle prequels, where you're just like, well, obviously we know Annabelle's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gonna live on and all this. So. Yeah. Like, did we need this to be a prequel? I mean, we could just forget the first one ever happened. Uh, yeah, I wish. I couldn't
0: pretend every spin-off to the Conjuring doesn't exist except for Annabelle Comes Home.
1: Annabelle Comes Home and the Nun. No. And man. Annabelle Creation. I actually do like the first there's like good the majority bits of I, I like the movie up until the the way it has to tie into the first one. Which and the way I feel it has like... to tie into
0: it and just the way it gets it 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 loses what the conjuring has in that it, it is very like not body count heavy. And yeah. that movie goes, like, way too into it. I'm like,
1: what is happening? I think that's part of, like, the tie. I, I think that's kind of connected to the idea of having to tie into the first one where it's like you have to have these people die. You can't mm-hmm. have them, like, survive the day because then they'll probably be like, hey, yo, this doll uh, is haunted. We got locked this up, like, 50 years sooner. Something's not <laughs> right here. <laughs> Speaking of that, like, one of the more frustrating aspects of this movie is just, like, how much it just fudges the details about how she gets away with this. Like, you're telling me, like, at no point anyone caught on to any of this? Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, you don't have to go to the doctor ever. You don't have to go to the dentist ever. You just, uh...
0: I don't want to go to the dentist, Daddy. I just want (laughs) to stay home and (laughs) paint. I don't know why she got Southern (laughs) there. Don't know no either. Well, I'll be damned! I just want to paint really explicit pictures. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> she does. I forgot they can't show that on cable, so I was like, "Oh, that's a
1: little weird." What do they do? do they just blur it I out. I think they or... don't even do that scene. They don't scene. even do that scene. <laughs> I mean, you could
0: cut that scene yeah. and not lose anything. It's just him discovering, but I think he discovers pretty quick when there's Another a question:
1: Where does she get all this glow in the dark paint? Like, do their her parents ever wonder, like, why are we buying all this glow in the dark paint? Where's specific? it all going like, to? We can't see that. Can I see what you're painting with this expensive paint? We're getting. You? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's
0: a nice visual, you know. I think that's all they were looking for. It's there.
1: a nice visual, but it also just uh, it feels like, a, a, like an idea someone had, like oh, this would be spooky if we did, and didn't really bu- care about it, how it fits into the logic it of the rest fit of the in this movie. movie. Especially, yeah.
0: Like this movie is very, I don't want to say realistic. It has like a very specific. Uh, tone and color palette. Mm-hmm. And that just... like Those scenes just completely throw it out and maybe that's the point. I, I give
1: too much... Like... I... I, mean, even, I give too much credit to these movies sometimes. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> even, like, the intro logos, the mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, and I don't know if New Line was involved or something, but... Uh, I, I think, I think, I don't know,
0: I think it was just Warner
1: Brothers. But the the logos at the beginning have that, like, mm-hmm. neon uh, color palette thing. And you're like, oh, we'll get to this in an hour and 45 minutes, alright, cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know what that it's is. just weird, and it feels like a last minute edition thing, where they're like, this movie's not spooky enough. You know, yeah. it's spooky, scary kids drawings. Like, did some other horror movie come out, like, the same time? Time frame that had like spooky drawings I'm in gonna it say or something. Two thousand and eight horror movies. Because I feel like that might have been what it was, where they're like people. We t- showed this to test audiences, and they said it's it it's okay, bad. but we need spookier stuff in there. And they're like, you know what, we can add. We can add her having creepy paintings. Oh, like Mungo came out at that time, <laughs> but that does not have spooky paintings in it. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it would be. We'll probably. We could probably figure it out later, but... (laughs) I mean, this is interesting. I think this is pretty interesting. What do you think? This idea, (laughs) this, this chasing this rabbit Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing, I love how every single horror movie, since the invention of the internet, is just going to have one scene where they Google what's going on with it. I hate it. I love how you can't escape it. It's in every single movie. It is. No matter like how many alternative methods they have to figuring out what's going on, they just Google it. It's, uh, it's I, um, so ridiculous. It's
0: like, it's difficult because, like, I don't know if I like it better or worse than them, like, being like, oh, 19 years ago, old Billy Bob got chopped up by a serial killer or something, you know? It's like, I don't know, it's quicker. The
1: serial killer's origin is he was killed by a serial killer. <laughs>
0: He was chopped up, and now all of his little pieces join together and create different shapes. He's he can like clay spl- face. He can
1: split his body parts. So you can like leave a hand in like a room, and then the hand and will hold come him and in place, you. and then yeah. the foot will come in and uh, get you the old forward air.
0: I'm bringing him back around. 2009 horror yeah. movies. Uh, there's nothing in 2008 that looks like that would be anything. Um... I don't know when this came out. I guess in two thousand and eight or nine. Two thousand nine. I, I I don't know. Could have been early. Could have been late. Who knows? But anyway, I guess it
1: doesn't really matter. But yeah, but that's, that does that's seem kind of. Like that's what it feels on. like uh, to me. Yeah. The box. The box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the one. Human yeah. centipede. Oh my! When's don't... that going to go on a list? You know. Do you want
1: me to put it on a list?
0: No, no I mean when's that gonna go on a thirty one days of Halloween
1: list, you know? Do you wanna put it on a list? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it's it's like it's one of those things where it's not like what you bad. imagine is probably it's, worse than it actually yeah, is. Like, yeah, like it's 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 intentionally trying to provoke you and then when you watch it, it's very much just like, oh okay, like yeah, you made this movie, it's uh it's whatever. It's not like the the grossest movie you've ever seen, and it's not like uh good in any capacity. It's just kind of there right. like it's a n- thing they made. <laughs> mm,
0: i't
1: do I have no idea what it could have been. I I'm, I'm in two
0: thousand and seven, but like I don't know i I don't think it's worth chasing no, it it's this really long. not, but we've
1: we've talked about so much because of the chase. yeah Alex I, I liked um I think the other the other daughter also Mm -hmm. works well. I don't Mm -hmm. know who... uh, Ariana Engineer. That's a cool last name. That is a really cool Apparently she's been in this movie and Resident Resident Evil Evil Retribution. Retribution. (laughs) That's a hell of a career right there. Is that the last Resident Evil? No, the last one's the final chapter. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, I should have known that. Speaking of, I bought... The Resident Evil movies right. on Blu-ray because I didn't, I haven't seen any but the first one so I'm definitely gonna binge watch that franchise. Uh, oh god, I'll probably watch them with you because <laughs> I'm I'm like morbidly curious about them. I know my dad uh, saw all of them in uh, theaters oh, really god. so uh, I'll have to catch up with them. Uh, but anyway, returning to what, yeah. what what I was gonna say is I really uh, I really enjoy uh, sign language representation in movies mm-hmm. because it's. It's something where I, I know some sign language. I took one semester in college, okay. um, so I know enough to like get most of it, and mm-hmm. I like learning new signs through the movie representations. I think that's okay. really cool to kind of okay, be able sure. to pick it up, because I Did you
0: learn it, follow well, it well enough. I guess we can't really show it on the podcast anyway, if you learned one from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that that is cool.
1: I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, wonder This is an audio medium, and you keep on forgetting that.
0: I, uh, you know, sometimes there's a camera right over there. And it I watches mean, us. That's what, maybe, that's
1: what we need to do. We gotta get a camera. <laughs> so they oh can, God, uh, I, see I, when you, like, trip over your chair and I, everything. If I
0: had up. to edit a video version of this podcast, too, <laughs> there would be way more, <laughs> there'd be way less episodes of this show, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, um we
1: got margo martindale
0: in here. yeah yeah i did want to mention that
1: beloved character
0: actress margo <laughs> <Yeah>. Martindale, <laughs> because again another like person i didn't recognize when i saw this the first time and now i'm like heck yeah for the
1: longest time i only knew her through the bojack horseman mm-hmm. bet. yeah um and even still i pretty much i'm like that's I, what i know her mostly from. yeah that's what i know her mostly from like i watched the americans and like the americans is very much like a uh like a character actress Margot Martindale role so now I'm like I understand this joke better <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah she's great she has a very small role Extremely and also has fun. one of those like character motivations just instantly shift kind of thing yeah. where she's like oh she's a, she's a good therapist mm-hmm. uh, and then like instantly she's like bringing up like all this uh, tragic and stuff like, to her client and she's
0: like wouldn't it be crazy if just you sucked you're the worst <laughs> and I hate
1: you what therapists? you're not getting better and uh, I'm not even going to acknowledge all the steps you've taken to try she's like uh, you know what I'm tired of dealing with you. Let's send you to rehab. Listen, I may be a trained psychiatrist, but I'm gonna be fooled by this little girl. This little girl I think is nine years old, but is somehow uh, deceiving me. It's not like I'm trained to recognize sociopaths uh, uh, behind this uh, charismatic Listen, facade. I have this degree that's built on lies, you see.
0: I cheated through college. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> you tell me you're getting better, I just assume you're right. I don't know. I I, this little girl tells me she's normal. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Husband comes in. Well, I don't know, honey. You know, maybe you got some drinking problem. I go, oh, wow, that sounds like maybe that is what's going on. I just believe everything everyone tells me. <laughs> Sorry, Margo. It's oh not your fault. fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. CCH Pounder, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know who that is, but that's the best name ever. <laughs>
1: I, the thing is, I knew her because she was the voice of Amanda Waller in the Justice League cartoon. Okay. And then, uh, for some reason, that's just stuck with me, where I've never actually uh, known them in o- any other context. Mm-hmm. Um But I'm like, yeah, she was great in that show. Apparently in Avatar, and in Godzilla, King yeah. of the Monsters. Really? In Godzilla, King of the Monsters, specifically? yeah. yeah weird yeah but they were both like in that movie again. she's gonna be in every other avatar too <laughs> oh my we don't need to get on a uh four avatar uh sequel to uh Tangent. We've already talked about the movie like so little and yet also we've lot. talked about, We're a talking lot about it. it. We're talking about like it's it's in a different sense where there's not a lot like thematically going on no, here. We already talked about the guitar hero a bit. What else do you want me
0: to say? So I mean, a
1: lot of it's just like the very bit parts of it,
0: uh kind of thing. Oh, I do you want to mention the I, I this movie opens so weakly. Like the, the the beginning of this movie is awful.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly like like opens. the dream sequence. Never oh, open yeah. your movie
0: on a dream sequence.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? It defi- that one also feels like one of those things where it's like we have to make sure the horror fans know it's a horror movie and not yeah. just like a family drama kind of thing. Uh, so we're going to have this bloody uh, opening kind of thing. It feels like a Warner Brothers horror movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guess you know, sure. it feels like yeah. You're right. A lot of bits feel studio mandated,
1: and, and a, a lot of the, um, the like the fake out jump scares that are oh, everywhere. Yeah, like, we don't need these. Where they're like, oh, the mirror one. You're gonna push the mirror. They back do and it someone's once, and it's there. just her husband,
0: and then they never use it again. Like I thought they, they when they go setup. into the bathroom,
1: they do a setup where it's nothing. Yeah, that's scared, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and then they do it again where it's her husband.
0: But I thought they'd do it another time and when it was her, her, or but like maybe it was like the tables are turned and Vera Farmiga like gets the upper mm. hand on her that way
1: you know maybe you're thinking of a different movie that does that because that mirror things and so no no moves. I
0: just mean like I, I, like watching it this time because I in mean, 10 years I don't remember exactly how it all shakes out yeah. I'm like oh maybe they do it this way like clearly there's a reason they're setting this up
1: nope, nope. and then they have like the fridge door thing all the time too uh, and then like the little boy wait, like, that opens one, the fridge like, door and you're like that okay. makes even less sense yeah. <laughs> She's
0: like, listen, I'm just thirsty. I was trying to get some milk. Oh, I, mean, we, I don't know what's going on. There's,
1: like, one moment where it's, like, she's, Vera Farmiga is just, like, in the fridge, and then it, like, zooms in, like, under her arm at the door, yeah. and then she closes it, and nothing's there, and they're like, we tricked you, and I was like, no, I wasn't thinking anything would be there. Like, there was no context There's also sort a of weird it amount it of, where,
0: yeah, that, that in, in the dishwasher. There's a weird amount of shots about her closing the dishwasher, and that never turns into I anything love, either.
1: I love, I love the moment, like. Early on in this movie, I think when they first bring Esther home, where, mm-hmm. um, what's Vera Farmiga's character's name? Kate. I'm Kate, just gonna call yeah. her Kate because I keep on calling her Vera Farmiga. <laughs> um, where Kate's talking to the grandma, um, and then she like kicks the dishwasher. Obviously, close. now it makes sense. <laughs> what? It's about her kicking the kid's head off.
0: It's foreshadowing Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it took me till right now. Like, I keep she, calling her a kid. The character's literally not a kid. Yeah, I mean... I keep, the, the, the orphan. Yeah. <laughs> she kicks the orphan's head off. Yeah. <laughs> just like she kicked that uh, dishwasher closed. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can't believe I that's even, what it is. I
1: was just mentioning it because I was like, it's such a weird moment. Yeah. Because it just feels like Vera Farmiga showing off. <laughs> like, hey, I, uh... <laughs> Well, legs like a giraffe. That one legs like a. Giraffe. <laughs> it's a compliment.
0: Hoof. The dress of hooves. I think so. Do you think that's why they can take a lion's head off? Because there's enough sharpness to it that it just gets in there.
1: Well, I mean, if you have enough, you know, force, you're gonna you're gonna break the head off any no matter what really you have. Like when you're, you're on know. Thunder Mountain. At Disneyland. I, I haven't, we've talked about this. I've never I been know, to Disneyland.
0: The movie. we are at Thunder Mountain. And the, you, you, the whole opening of the movie, Aaron, is so they're on Thunder Mountain.
1: Yeah. And then, and then his then head gets decapitated. Yeah, to cap yeah no, I, I remember that. We didn't even talk about that on the it's podcast. Like we didn't I even think. watch this. But we it was definitely like... a moment where I was like, "Yeah, that's me on every single roller coaster yeah. nowadays." Where I'm like, "Yo, my my <laughs> scalp's gone at the end of this."
0: <laughs> You're like like one inch short for being too tall to ride some of those roller coasters and I'm always every time I'm just like Aaron's dead. It's like (laughs) Like one of those things
1: where I think most of the general population just like never even thinks of it as a concept of being too tall to ride a roller coaster and yet it's something that I have to uh, be afraid of. Am I going to get an inch taller? Let's be clear. Tall guy problems. This even, is the podcast now. Even if you were probably like
0: two inches or three inches taller than the point where they don't let you ride, you'd still be
1: fine. Uh, yeah, well, obviously they're not going to make the clearance level like exactly where your head gets cut off. Where they're like this or not? He, he was a quarter of an inch too tall. Listen, what can we say? Listen, it, he signed the liability he signed the waiver. Liability. <laughs> Oh my god. What are we even talking (laughs) about this episode? Orphan! VR Famiga's giraffe legs! (laughs) Also, the grandma. Where did she go? Like, I guess she was at the hospital at the end, but, like. Yeah, it just just feels like like she's she's in and she's out. Like, I feel like you could have done more with the grandma, because I feel like. Could have killed the grandma. Grandma's obviously. It's like you need to spoil your grandkids. Like, that's the job. Yeah. You don't parent them. You give them everything they want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they definitely could have done some kind of dynamic there um, where Esther uh, is able to trick the grandma even more easily than the parents mm-hmm. because the grandparents. And you don't need—I'm not saying you should kill the grandma—
0: I'm just saying, like, that could have been the body instead of the dad who, like, dies for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, like if, like, for some reason he, like, gave in to Esther, I'd be like, okay, yeah, kill him. He thinks that's a kid. But, like, he doesn't. <laughs> he's kind of a good guy. He's a dumb, but, it's, you know,
1: he's not a jerk. He's a bit dumb, you know. <laughs> but that's why we love him. He's yeah, just- he's great. He's great. The paper bet—is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that was my favorite moment.
0: <laughs> she's like, "Listen, they don't like. What do you?" <laughs> she has passport and birth certificate and all this. Like, those are just papers. And then he goes, "Well, what's this?" Then <laughs> he holds up a like a printed out web page. This is just paper. <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god,
1: I love him so much." <laughs> it's like, well, "No, it's not." <laughs> Actually, that's a web page that's just printed on paper. He does not know how the internet works. He never uses it in the movie. The plot twist is he's actually also much older than he appears to be, and he was born before the internet age. He doesn't understand technology. What? Nothing.
0: I, don't, I have no idea. I was, I was going to make a weird TikTok joke, but I don't even know where I was going to go with it. I, don't, I never know where you're going so. with TikTok jokes. I think that's TikTok. it think that's all we need to talk about We talk Orvin. about
1: a lot it's been it's like 50 we were minutes. all over the place yeah. on this you haven't seen the movie this podcast absolutely made no sense I think but... it would still be enjoyable even if you
0: didn't see the movie though because just like the movie itself you like, you learned itself, about like what in the world you learn something around? about Courtney
1: Love you learned something about that's it, that's it. those are the two I don't know yeah, Aaron, where would you rank this? I gotta pull up that list again. I haven't even put um uh, what you... the last one. What what was the last one we just talked about? <sighs> love Witch. Love Witch. Aaron. I haven't even, straight slack. I, I haven't mean? even added it to my letterbox list. There, yeah, I meant to, but I didn't. Um, this one, I would put this fourth. Okay. Sure. Well, fifth because I gotta add in the love Witch above okay. that. Okay. So since okay. the love Witch is number one, this is gonna be fifth. Um, it's gonna be behind two days, one night. And ahead of Wreck. Okay, and we got
0: this seventh. Behind John Wick Chapter Two, ahead of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald.
1: Is Fantastic Beasts, The R- Crimes of Grindelwald really that
0: high for you? It's eighth. It's above Lazarus Effect, Grown Ups, and Sucker Punch. There's Escape from Tomorrow in your list. Whoops, I didn't add that bad boy in there <laughs> Okay, maybe i <laughs> I mean, I'm it's also- going to still be
1: below, oh. but.
0: Okay, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> What I hate, do you think I hate, happened? I don't know. I thought I
1: I, don't know. I just am, I'm really paranoid. I forgot to tell you about the orphan I adopted. It was hiding under the table. <laughs> it crawls along the
0: ground and the walls. See, like if if the if the orphan would have crawled along the walls, that would have been more interesting. This movie would be better. It does. It's like a alien orphan. That'll be the that'll be the prequel. It's revealed she is an alien. Also, oh, like Blair Witch, where they just kind the aliens along. Stop! That's not what they do. <laughs> I don't understand. I can't. This is the thing. This is the problem with us. Well, what <laughs> do you mean? This
1: is the problem with us. I can't your, tell. your inability to uh, no. I can't admit. tell
0: when you're doing a bit or not. And I that can't tell not if, a bit. There's
1: straight up aliens in Blair Witch I can't 2016. Tell if you really believe that or not? Because I, that's not what happens. There's straight up aliens there's in that that
0: movie. I don't know what you want from me. There's just absolutely not
1: there's just not you look the fool when blair witch 4 comes out well if uh, there's
0: aliens in blair witch 4 i'll be like yeah there are aliens in blair witch 4 not
1: blair witch (laughs) yes there are what are the lights then time travel
0: i know that sounds just as dumb (laughs) but there's time travel in the first one, and everyone thinks that's just the bee's knees. There's
1: not time travel in the there's first There's time travel in the first one. Now who's making up stuff? There's absolutely oh. There's like a loss of there's like it's not that's like time travel. It's not like time travel, it's just like time manipulation. It's like uh it's it's different. <laughs> there's different shades. It's of so it. different. <laughs> it's not the same as just being like back to the future style We're in 30 years ago now, uh, running into our past. Ourselves. It's like, hey, they lose track of how many days they've been out there. That's like a real thing that might happen if you're in the woods. You lose your sense of time. There's time travel. And you might encounter some aliens. Yeah, you might.
0: <laughs> well, if Paranormal Caught on Cameras taught us anything. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so I put it there, and it would be very similar on the combined list. I have to add that real quick. How many movies do you have in your combined
1: list right now? Um, 79, but I'd add The Love Witch to that one, too. Okay, so uh, So uh, so we're on the same page. Yeah, we should be. Um, Yeah, on the combined list, I think this would go... Probably uh, 70th. So, behind the town, ahead of Macbeth. Okay, okay. I would
0: put this. Um, this one's tough. Uh, I'd put it 67th behind Hellraiser, ahead of Saw. So, but this and Saw are very similar to me in a lot of are ways. They? Not like as far as my enjoyment level goes, where I'm like, there's yeah. things I like, there's things I don't like. I can I take some of it, leave some of it.
1: Yeah. Um,. So, we'll yeah. Just wait until they turn this into a franchise and uh, it will look like a masterpiece in comparison to some of the later films. I'm sure it will. That's the dream of any. Uh, That's the saw dream. Flawed horror film. You just gotta have enough terrible sequels that you look better.
0: That's fair. That's what The Conjuring's doing, except The Conjuring was a masterpiece from the beginning. Hmm. So. Yeah. Guys, this has been another episode of Great Ways to Cinema. Has. I didn't do this last episode But if you want to find us around the internet You can find Aaron at Honest Opinion On Letterboxd and Twitter And myhonestopinion.com And if you want to find Me around the internet You can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter Jake Lace on Letterboxd I've been doing my 31 days of Halloween uh, Since then I watched The final girls Which was really fun, really good uh, it has some emotion to it. I was like, well, I, was, I, I didn't expect yeah. this. It's, I liked it better the second time around, too. Yeah. Adam DeVine's in it. I, he's too good. I just... Oh, man. He's... A, you,
1: you just lowing too much. Uh, he's, so,
0: he's too good. And uh, I watched Lake Mungo, which is the best movie on the list so far. Aaron, you mm-hmm. need to watch this at some point. I don't even know if I'd put it on a list, because I think there's such a specific... Way to watch this movie that I think would be better than if we watched it together because I think watching it alone is the only way to watch it. I'm so glad everyone else went to bed last night. But, like, were you crying? There was a little bit of crying. <laughs> There's a little it's an emotional movie. It's not what I expected. You see the poster and it's a girl screaming, and you're like, oh, okay, who knows what this is going to be. And it's always listed as a found footage movie, but it is not. It is a like faux documentary, like, mm. style. And I think that works so much better for it. Um, and it's just it's amazing mm-hmm. um okay I don't want to say too much because I do think it is one that I think everyone should see it's free on Amazon Prime it's listed as after Dark like Mungo can just it's the same movie um I do want to find it on Blu-ray at some point I don't know if they've made one yet, but that it's so good it's w- probably one of my favorite horror movies now it's like mm. not really a horror movie, okay, but I was yeah. spooked. I was spooked. It's like a different kind of horror. You get a little spooked. You cry a little. It's
1: a good time. It's a different Five kind stars. of
0: horror where it's just like, it's not like, oh, there's jump scares. It's just like where you're just like deeply unsettled and I'm just like looking over my shoulder, you know? That's the best part about the, the, the late night, alone in the dark type watching. Mm. And a few movies do that to me anymore. So I think it's really mm. good. Mm. Um, yeah, but that's all I've been catching up on there. Uh, tomorrow is... Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, I believe. So I'm going to probably watch that one alone. Unless Aaron, I don't know if you've seen it or want to watch it. I haven't seen it. I, it might depend how I'm feeling uh, tomorrow uh, gotcha. evening. I might watch it in the morning or something. I don't know. You know, I gotta, I gotta have a a, a day sometimes. I don't work tomorrow. That's why I'm saying that, guys. This is not even a podcast that anyone would ever <laughs> want to listen to anymore. Uh, so, guys, join us next time when we talk about. And I believe what we're talking about next is Silence Sounds of the, of the Lambs. Lambs. I think so. Let me just double check. And anything you want to say? Well, before we uh, log out,
1: while well, I look this up, and you can fill that air. Well, Spooky Season. Hmm. Um. Actually, you know what? I want to talk about real quickly. Yeah, Did sure. you hear the news today? about It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. No. It is being taken off of ABC to be an Apple TV Plus exclusive. And that's just a bridge far too far for me. What? Yeah. After like 40 years on network TV, 50 years, I don't even know, um... They're taking it off to make an because Apple TV bought the exclusive rights to the peanut specials, and they're making them Apple TV uh, Plus exclusive, and not letting the network show them anymore on the holidays. I was already
0: never going to subscribe to Apple TV Plus, but I'm definitely not going to now. That's like, that's, that's like cruel. sacrilege. That's, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> right? I don't even. That's like finish what you were doing, but like it's silence. I didn't of the mean Lambs. to distract you that much. Yeah, but yeah, it's awful. That's so upsetting. Yeah, I really. I. I'm wondering if there's going to be enough backlash that they might have to walk that back. I hope. God, I hope. It's. Uh, it's just like this is the like the end point of like the content wars where it's like not everything needs to be a streaming exclusive uh, content. Well, we don't and- need to. We don't need to. You know capitalize uh, endlessly on the peanuts brand for a new generation well, that's like just the thing it's like this is the year of just garbage mm-hmm. 2020 is
0: garbage and yeah. it's like yeah clearly charlie brown's not gonna make that better but you don't think some families are going to be like look we can't go trick-or-treating this year yeah but we can still watch charlie brown right like you know like get Give
1: the people this.
0: What is wrong with you?
1: (laughs) And they're like trying to get around it. They're like, you know, listen, uh, it's we're gonna make it free for an exclusive time around the holidays things. But like, no, no. no. Think about the people who don't have an internet connection. Like that, I know it's still
0: like, it's it's dwindling. But there's still people who don't use the internet
1: who love watching Charlie Brown. My grandma who don't have, uh, you know, an ability to stream a video. Yes, a lot of people and a lot of parts of the country don't have high enough internet speed to stream exactly. that content well. My grandma loves Charlie
0: Brown. She watches that every year. Yeah. Is, you, do you think my grandma is going to be downloading Apple TV?
1: I don't think so. Damn. It's awful, right? That's yeah. That's like... Sorry to end this podcast in such a downer, but that's what I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> that's awful. Oh my god. That's such a shock to me.
0: <laughs> that's like one of those things that you're just like... Who? Who thought this was a good idea? Like, I get it. Disney's like, we're taking all of our our movies off and putting it on our platform. Mm -hmm. Listen, I get it. That's Disney. They do a lot of stupid stuff. But at the same time, Disney owns all that content and they're not like taking... They're like, we
1: already own this. Yeah. You know? It's It's like like they they made it. Mm -hmm. They own it. Like, this is Apple just coming along being like, I made this. This is mine now.
0: (laughs) You know... It's it's Xbox saying, "Oh, Rise of the Tomb Raiders ours now." <laughs> you know they're like, "Oh, if we pay enough money, we get that." All right, Mamma Mia. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, that's um. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a downer, guys. Uh, we already did all the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Join us. Uh, well, when is that? Is that? It's only a couple days. I though. think Saturday. I uh, so tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, yeah, so Saturday we're watching Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Classic I've never seen.
1: I haven't seen this in years. I think I've only seen it once in my entire
0: life. Well, I'm excited, guys. Join us next time. We're gonna watch that. And also, as Aaron always says, don't think it, don't say it. Orf orf man. <laughs> Is that what the new bit's gonna be? I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying, trying, trying out it out. It things, failed you know? colossally.
1: Or fourth Man, you didn't like that one? I didn't like that.
0: Alright, bye.